Dawn and Steve, welcome Lainey Renee to the studio to talk about daughters becoming who we already are. Join the conversation, 800-555-7898. Take it away, Steve. Talk about being <laughs> Do- a daughter. Yeah, talk about being... Yeah, it, well, in my experience... <laughs> I have two daughters. You that, do. That's as close as I can get you to do. that, right? And your sister is a daughter. My sister is a daughter. I your married somebody's daughter. daughter. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, that's as close as I can get to this. But this whole idea of identity, I, mean, I think whether you're a male or female, a son or a daughter, that is a huge kind of thing. Understanding Truth. who we are mm-hmm. is absolutely massively important, I think. And I think Lainey Renee does, too. She's a blogger and a mom and a speaker and an author. And uh, Lainey... This whole idea of understanding who we are and our identity is uh, a big, big thing. And you've written all about that in your book, Daughter, Becoming Who You Already Are. (laughs) There's usually a story behind why someone (laughs) writes a book, especially if we're going to get into big, important topics like identity. So how has this kind of worked itself out in your life? And how did you get to the point where you're like, man, this this idea of identity is such a big thing. I got to write about that. Yeah. Um, as I was praying about what my book was going to be about, I just felt like this was the very thing that as even like you're saying a son or a daughter, it's the thing that keeps coming up in your life. It's the one thing that I feel like we continually need to be reminded of, of who we are as God's daughter or God's son. And so much of that is my story. I can remember from the time I was little, five years old, just the lies that the enemy would, um, just speak to me. I remember writing even as a kid in my um, a school project that the enemy was spoon feeding me lies. And just to write something like that as a kid, you know, I, I truly was was like eating them off the spoon. I was taking the enemy's lies um, as who I was instead of who God said I was. And um, even as I've become a mom and stepped into new seasons of life, um, we, me and my husband, were pregnant with a little boy. And Um, I was pregnant and I was 17 weeks along and we lost him. And um, just through that, uh, just sharing our story, I had a lot of women come and share their story with me. And um, in that process, a lot of the stories were, they all had kind of an ending of, it never gets better. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll stay, it, it, it always hurts. You'll always feel the brokenness and the heartache. And, um, I can say that, you know, um, after walking through that, we've longed for our son. Um, but when we walked through that and those stories were being shared with me, something in me just kind of rose up, but I was like, no, like as a daughter, we don't have to live broken. And I had seen God heal my heart in many seasons of my life before that. And so it was another one of those moments to go, God, I know who you are and I get to see you be who you are once again in my life. And, Um, In those moments, you're reminded who you are as his daughter. And so this message is one that obviously I'm very passionate about. And um, I just remember even reading um, in that season, it was uh, 2 Corinthians 4, and it just talks about um, you're you're hard-pressed, but you're not crushed. I love that verse. We're perplexed, but we're not in despair. And um, that verse really just poured into this book because when I read, you know, I'm perplexed, but not in despair, I was like, God, that's exactly how I feel. I feel really perplexed. I can't explain why I've walked through this, um, but I know with you, I'm not in despair. And despair literally means without hope. And so just what a reminder as daughters of God that we are never without hope in this life because of Jesus. 
Um, so, yeah. You mentioned Psalm 147 there. He binds up the brokenhearted. And yeah. and we know that to be truth. What do you think it is, though, Lainey, about miscarriage and the lies of the enemy that seem to stay entwined? I, yeah. I hadn't thought about that till you were yeah. mentioning that. I'm like, you know, that that that's yeah. something to to really to examine because the Lord can heal. But yeah. if we're still listening to the lies of the enemy because of that catastrophic event, then we stay bound to that. Yeah. And I think it's because it feels so final. I think with death, with loss, with grief, with anything, like after walking through this, um, just, you know, I, I'm, I'm being exposed to so many people's stories and, you know, when you walk through something and you, you do experience loss, it's like in this life, it is final. Like I'm not going to see my son now, but just that, okay, this happened and we live in this broken world, but beyond this, I have hope. And I think so often we get stuck in that brokenness and we stay there because it's so painful and we forget that there really is redemption and hope on the other side. And, um, sometimes you just need a friend to pull you out of that and remind you that it's going to get better. You know, that it's not going to stay the same way. You're not going to stay broken. And we thank him for friends and family members, people who love us that will do that and remind us of the truth of who God is Mm -hmm. and how personal he is (laughs) and how he truly does heal the brokenhearted. We have Lainey Renee with us talking about identity today, in particular to daughters of the King, but it applies. Like you said, Steve, it applies to guys too. Who is our, who, where do we find our worth? What is our identity? We'll come back and talk more about this. Connecting you to Lainey through our Facebook page. That's easy to find Don and Steve in the morning. Oh, becoming who you already are. And if daughter is your title, what does that mean to you? It oftentimes will have something to do with father. And I think looking at identity is, as Steve has already said this morning, it's it's imperative for all of us mm-hmm. to look at our identity because the world throws one at you or a few, and it could all be based on lies. And mm-hmm. you might even believe those lies. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord comes along and you have this redemptive story with Christ and you have a hard time understanding that he's given you a new name, a yeah. new identity. Yeah. Oftentimes that's shaped by our earthly father, Lainey Renee, with mm-hmm. us because of your book entitled Just That, Daughter Becoming Who You Already Are. Your earthly father, mm-hmm. picture of our heavenly father, not so much. What, what part has he played in the story that you have? I grew up with an incredible dad, um, an amazing dad. I remember as a kid just saying, like, I felt like I had, like, the, you know, that, the perfect example, if the closest to it that I could have of, of God's love for me. Um, but just because I grew up with that didn't mean that I didn't need to um, encounter God's real love for me. And I found myself in that place when I was um, 22 years old, came out of a broken relationship and just quit a dream job of mine. I was backup dancing, decided to quit that job and moved to a new city and found myself alone in my apartment and was just going, God, who am I? Like, I need to hear this from you. And um, I was sitting on my bed. And when I said that, I remember I felt like God reminded me of a video of me when I was a little girl. I was about three years old. And I pick up this little karaoke mic and I say, I love Jesus. 
And it wasn't really about what I was saying as much to me as I felt like God was reminding me of just what it was to be his daughter, to be um, his little girl, to not have anything to prove or hide or um, just shame. Even I had been living in from just decisions and things of the past and peace that I had put off for a long time. And um, I just felt like he was like, you're mine. That's all that, that's all that, that matters is your mind. And, um, that moment really just changed the way I saw God as my father and began to really just, just see him as a close father and a close friend. And in so many ways, all the ways I had known my dad, you know, I, I had had an incredible dad, but it was almost like, um, without realizing it, maybe I had separated the two, um, of how I saw God as my father and then how I saw like just my, my close dad who, who cared for me and protected me and loved me, you know, no matter what. Um, but another reason just for this book is I have friends in my life who, um, have, have walked that road where they haven't had a close dad, you know, they haven't had, um, a father in their life to affirm them that they're truly loved and chosen. And, um, just being affirmed is so important as a little girl, even and as a woman. And, uh, one of my very best friends, her dad left her, um, and her mom and her brothers when they were young, he was addicted to alcohol and drugs and, um, just was not, basically we have opposite stories when it comes to what we grew up like. Yeah. Um, but man, it's just so cool to see how God has been the same father to her that he's been to me and how he really has redeemed her life and her story. Like I always say, when you look at her, like you would have no idea that she walked through what she walked through because she has known his redeeming love as a father and it's so evident in her life um so it's just really cool you know one of the things that i think can happen to us whether we're male or female is as we walk through the ups and downs of life sometimes those downs really take a lot out of us yeah whether it we've been sinned against or it's been our own sin we feel like maybe god has been at a distance, he's not close, and we begin to think, well, I, I hear that he's this loving Heavenly Father, but man, I'm such a mess. I don't know that he would want me. I don't know that I want to go into his presence. I don't know that I believe mm-hmm. those things that the Bible says he says uh, about me, mm-hmm. because I know what a mess I am. And so yeah. what for the person who's listening, they hear you say, okay, he is your Heavenly Father, and you're like, yeah, 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 I, but man... The stuff I've done, the shame I'm carrying, if you knew my story, he he wouldn't want anything to do with me. What do you say to that? You know, the verse that comes to mind is 2 Corinthians 5.21, and it talks about he who knew no sin became sin so that we might become the righteousness of Christ. And that's all of our story. You know, every single one of us has has failed in so many ways, but the goodness of God and the righteousness of Jesus is that, you know, now that's yours. You, you get to receive that as a son, as a daughter. And that's when it all begins. You know, that's when new life begins. And I feel like I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up knowing I was a daughter of the King, but that realness of God's grace and his love is what literally catapulted me into a new life, you know, of, of a new reality. And, 
Um, you know, no matter your story, no matter what you've walked through, you are never outside of his grace and the righteousness that he bestows upon you through Jesus and through yeah. his blood. Um, it, it, it doesn't matter what you've been through. Yeah. So good. Lainey Renee with us. Uh, she's a worship artist, an author, speaker, mom, founder of The One He Loves and author of Daughter Becoming who you already are, and we want to connect you with her and with this book. And so you're going to find the link when you start at our Facebook page, Don and Steve in the Morning on Facebook. Lady Renee with us. She has uh, written the book, Daughter, Becoming Who You Already Are. And as we talk about finding our identity in Christ and, and stepping into that, believing that, owning that, uh, that's probably going to be a bit of a journey and a process for some of us because, as you've already mentioned, Lainey, there, there are these lies that the enemy is going to be throwing at us all the time. And we need to combat those lies with mm -hmm. truth. But what do you see are some of the real common lies that we need to, in a sense, be on guard against? Gosh, I think you already referenced one of just like the I don't deserve, you know, God's God's love, God's righteousness. Um, I think that's one of the biggest ones. And um, my heart for this book was that people who don't know Jesus would feel invited to the table, would feel invited to know his love. And um, I just think that that's like the hardest thing to get over is that I've messed up now I got to earn my way. I got to strive my way. I got to achieve my way back to his love. And um, whenever my husband and I were just like early, I think we had just gotten engaged. Um, he had grown up just uh, in a Christian home very much so, um, but just like kind of dealing with performance in his mind of like feeling like he had to earn God's love. And um, one day he came over to my apartment um, or to my house at the time, and he was just like down. Like I could just tell his countenance was down. That wasn't normal for him. Now I kept asking him like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he like wouldn't tell me. And um, finally, I just like felt this in my, just in my spirit, like stop asking, like stop prying, just let him be, you know, and I've learned now since being married to him, that is key. You sometimes you just have to let him be. Um, but I, but I just kind of sat there for a minute and, um, he looked at me and he told me what was wrong and with tears in his eyes. And, um, the first thing that came out of my mouth was it, it was something that he wasn't proud of. And I just said, you can smile right now. Like even in the midst of, you know, what you're feeling, you can smile. And that is the gift of God's grace. And I couldn't have said that had I not experienced that for myself. You know, I had experienced God smiling at me even in my darkest, lowest moments. And, um, I would just say that to, you know, encourage somebody maybe listening. If you do feel that, if you do, do feel that weight and shame, like maybe you can't come to God as your, as your loving Heavenly Father. Like know that you come in that position of Jesus and the righteousness of Jesus, that you don't come in your own strength. You don't come in your own goodness or your own doing. But once you believe in Jesus, you are blanketed with his, with his performance and um, yeah, I think that's just one of one of the lies. There are many lies, but gosh, I just had that on my heart just now because I I do feel like that's one of the the biggest struggles, even once we're a believer. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yep. it doesn't stop. I think that the enemy continues to come for that identity and that position we have in Christ. 
The lies are powerful and they're everywhere. The lies are coming into the lamp of the body all the time. We see them. Mm -hmm. We hear them. It's, you know, (laughs) we need the truth and a steady drip of that, if you will, almost like an IV, right? A steady drip of the truth. And yet engaging with that, the, the truth of God's word and getting into scriptures. And yet it's amazing how that steady drip will stem the tide, (laughs) the absolute onslaught of what the enemy is coming at us. But Lainey, when we're not willing to engage to keep the steady drip going, then the lies are going to overtake even a believer's mind. Not that we're not saved, but we're going to operate in the lie and not in the truth Mm -hmm. of what you just shared. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do we do with that? (laughs) I think we just need to keep being reminded. (laughs) That's literally why I was like, this book is, this is who you are, but you're becoming it. It's the constant transformation, you know, renewing your mind that happens. And uh, literally uh, at church the other day, the pastor was just saying like, you know, it's such a interesting mystery that you have this righteous identity. It is yours. Nothing can take it away now that, you know, it's yours, but it is the, it, but we're always being transformed too. We're always we're always being changed and renewed and becoming, you know. Um, but man, I think just going to His Word is the most powerful thing, like you're saying. And um, for me, sometimes I just go and sit in my car in silence and just ask God to speak to me. That's my my quiet spot. I'm a mom of a three year old, so I sometimes have to get out of the house. I'm like God, I need to hear Your voice. Um, but we, we need that steady drip like you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, we can be hearing this conversation this morning and saying, okay, I know that's probably true. I, I get that. And conceptually that makes sense to me, Yeah, but I don't know how to actually combat that. Like, I, I don't know where to go in scripture. I don't know what the, the word actually says about me mm-hmm. and my identity. Uh, for the woman listening this morning, or even the guy who, who's saying, man, I'm, I'm struggling with this whole identity thing. And I hear you say that I'm a loved son. I'm a loved daughter of God, mm-hmm. but my heart doesn't feel it yet. Is there a passage principle? What, what do you tell your heart? Yeah. Um, I just try to remind myself that he tells us we can come like a child. Matthew 18, he says, unless you become like this little child, you won't enter the kingdom of heaven. And sometimes I think we make it really difficult. We feel like it's really hard to come to God, but it's as simple as coming to a loving father with just our honest requests, our honest cares and worries sometimes. And just saying, this is me, you know, this Mm -hmm. is where I'm at. And knowing that his massive arms of love and grace are going to wrap you around. And, um, I don't just say that cause I've been told to say that, but I have experienced that in my life. It's my story over and over again, just encountering God's love. So he's there for you and you can just simply come like a child. It's so true. And walking out what scripture tells us, practicing what it tells us, taking those steps like you're talking about, Lainey, and and just practicing what he says, come to me like a little child. And and then doing that, that's the next step maybe that you need to take with Jesus Christ today. We're going to continue the conversation with Lainey Renee, daughter, becoming who you already are. And even to our guys, as we talk about identity 
who we are in Christ and conversely, who we are outside of Christ. Let's talk about identity today when it comes to those things that we've experienced in the past, those hurts and insecurities. Oftentimes you can just put them in a little suitcase, pack them up. I mean, it sounds oversimplified, but we do it emotionally. We put them in the background and then we're learning they come back up and they'll manifest themselves maybe in other ways. But Lainey Renee, you say there are steps that you can take in your own walk with the Lord that will help you leave those, not in the suitcase, but out and dealt with in in the past. What are the steps that the Lord directed you to do so that you could trust him even with those insecurities? Um, man, I, I, like I said, I quit a job. I, you know, I broke up with a guy I was dating. Like those are some action steps that for me, I felt like I was supposed to take, um, for different people. That's not always the case. Sometimes it's not quitting something, but maybe it's just something within your soul, you know, that an area that you need to just receive, um, God's grace and his love. in. um, I think a way to know how to take those action steps is I've learned that God leads us by his peace. And, um, there were times when I thought I didn't know what to do. You know, I thought I almost convinced myself I didn't know what that action step would be. Um, In hindsight, I can tell you I always knew what to do. God was always leading me. He was always right there leading me by his peace. Um, But some other, you know, just, just like we've said, just getting in, getting to know him, getting to know his word. Um, for me, I would stand in my apartment and say a scripture over and over again when my roommates were gone. And that season of just really just starting over and discovering who he was, I would um, read Psalm 18 over myself over and over again. And um, in the season where we were walking through miscarriage, I read uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 and just really dove into that and what that scripture means. I've known it my entire life, but I started diving into it in the Hebrew language and, you know, what it was originally translated from and just started learning more depth of what I had believed my entire life. And um, one of the things that was so cool about Jeremiah 29 11 is uh, that scripture, if you don't know it, it's for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And when I had read uh, the word future, as I was walking through, um, just trying to heal from what was final, felt final with losing our little boy. Um, that word future also has a meaning for past. And I just felt like I was saying in that moment, like I can, I'm the one who can go back and redeem the things that have, have already happened. You know, the things that feel final in your life, I can bring hope and future out of them. Um, I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the word. I mean, the word. The word. Is, it always goes back to the word. And I love hearing our guests talk about that because everything that we're dealing with, the Lord will meet us and he'll often do that through his word. He does that yeah. through his word. And as you said, as we come into his presence and yeah. as we just simply say, all right, I need you. Yes. I need a, a fresh experience with you. I need your love. I need to, to, to be able to sit with you for a little bit. And man, when we speak that truth over ourselves from his word and take the time to sit, to yeah. listen, you know, as you're saying, he, he does amazing things. Uh, 
man, this idea of identity and understanding who we are and becoming who we already are. Uh, Lainey's written about that in her book entitled Daughter, Becoming Who You Already Are, linking you to that in this book through uh, our Facebook page. On Facebook, you're just looking for Don and Steve in the morning. You're going to find it right there. Lainey, appreciate you coming in and sharing with us this morning.